From the Schmoes No Network Studios in Los Angeles, California, it's time for Meet the Movie Press. And now, here's your host, the editor-in-chief of SchmoesNo.com, Mark Riley. And from the rap, Jeff Snyder. Good morning, Schmoville! Hello, and that is the theme to Meet the Movie Press, and let's just get right to it. Uh, Jeff, how are you, by the way? You know what? I'm I'm good. Good. I'm excited because we got a. I mean, look who's here. Man in the house. Look who's here. Everybody knows I am Mark Riley, editor in chief. Schmoes know Jeff Snyder from the rap. Give a wave and <laughs> from Latino Review, the Scoop Master. I mean, he's just sitting here. We're we're so excited. We were waiting for JT to flip the damn button. We wanted to get going. <laughs> Because we have El Mayimbe here in studio. Alberto Good Schmoville. Schmoville, you Making guys know. Yeah, you get the canned uh, that applause. Deep voice. I know. He just comes right in. I want you to like do all the audio t- books that I that I listen to. <laughs> That's my other job. That's yeah, from four to eight. That's from four to eight. But you guys, Schmoville, you know. You know El Mayimbe. He, he has been on the show many, many times, the main show, calling in, dropping scoops. And he's going to do just that today. Absolutely. You got some big ones, man. Dropping it like they're hot. Big so, scoops. So, yeah. guys out there, if you're listening and you, you know, and you're afraid of spoilers, you know, I'm going to issue a spoiler alert if you want to yes. remain pure, you know, and not know what's going to happen and, uh, you know, all that kind of good stuff. But we're going to drop it because, you know, El uh, Mimbe, uh, when you, you know, put up on Twitter that you got a scoop, it's an event. Right? Yes. That's people, people like it's like the equivalent of lining up out of Krispy Kreme. They're like, "Okay, here we go. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting." And Absolutely. I mean, you know, I get Christian Harloff head schmo going. Uh, did you see uh, that tweet? Uh, just just just, uh, just get an alert going and uh, get ready to post. And I'm like, "Okay, okay, here we go." That's how big it is. Oh, thank you. I like to. I like to put the entertainment in entertainment journalism sometimes. Absolutely, yeah. you do, man. And so uh, we'll get to those uh, those scoops in a minute. We want to, uh, you know. Make the audience wait a bit. E- ease into it. We're going to ease into it. foreplay. Absolutely. That's right. That's a good way to look at it. So the foreplay is uh, how is everybody's week? You know, Jeff, you dropped a few exclusives this week. Yeah, he's on fire. Yeah, yeah yesterday was a good day. Yeah. Um, you didn't have to use your AK. <laughs> you know, I li- it's so funny. I listened to that song on the way up here. That's how I started my day with a little ice cube because I'm old right. school like that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we reported yesterday that Jennifer Jason Lee is going to play Daisy Domergue in Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight, which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. That's really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think she's like sort of, uh, she's, I think she's very underappreciated as an actress. Yeah. Um, she's obviously been consistently fantastic throughout her career, but she doesn't, she hasn't had that like one big part to shine in, at least lately. Right. Uh, and I think that this could be it. Yeah. With a Tarantino movie? Heck yeah. She's gonna, she's gonna, you know, it's like, I almost think of like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction, you know, you don't really, you, you know, you know Jennifer Jason Lee, of course, but then when she comes in in a Tarantino movie, she can, be th- cool. That might change her career and to the next level. I was just fascinated by the other actresses that we heard, you know, were, were, were chasing it. I mean, Demi Moore, like, that would have been kind of interesting to see Ooh. if Quentin could work his John Travolta magic on Demi Moore, who could who could really use it. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I, th- I think Jennifer Jason Lee's a great choice. I never argue with Quentin. He always... He knows how to cast. the hell out of movies. Yeah. So. yeah. Definitely next level. Yeah. So, that yeah, that's a pretty big scoop. What do we got going on here? everybody hear that? What's that? I have no idea if it's a phone. Oh, it was. 
Oh, oh, El Miende is getting a call. I'm sorry about they, that. That's another scoop. That's a, that's a Marvel source calling, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're all in, they're all in uh, Atlanta, He's got to take this. Let's play like the little intermission music. <laughs> I know. I was just do, like, do, 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 are we do. doing a commercial? It's like, everybody, buy Ben Gay. What? I don't know what that was. It's okay. uh, but that's a, that's a really great scoop, and I, I can't wait for Hateful Eight. And, uh, you know, great casting there. And. And uh, we had a pretty good week at schmozno.com as I well. I saw that one of your one of your old scoops yeah. got uh, c- confirmed. Yeah, a little little scoop that we dropped a while ago. Uh, and, and please help me as I butcher her name, Lea Seydoux. Right, she was in uh, Blue Is the Warmest Color. I'll take it. I think that's an acceptable pronunciation. Uh, thank if this you. Was, like, thank Jeopardy. you. Well, we had uh, we had it on good authority that she was going to be uh, a Bond girl, and uh, the this. Uh, Baz Bim, I'm not even ba- Baz Bamming boy. Baz, ba- ba- yeah, what he said. <laughs> uh, just confirmed that he's been that she's been cast in uh, Bond 24. So he gets nice. all that good Bond stuff from overseas. He's based out of London. Yeah, he writes for the Daily Mail. So. so he didn't he didn't source us, but that's okay. Baz, <laughs> I don't care. We dropped it like three months ago, so he just probably didn't know. You know what? What do they not have? Schmoesno.com in London? Is it not on your RSS feed? You're not getting our updates. You're not following us on Twitter. I'm ba- Baz, next time I see you, yeah. Which is <laughs> Maybe at the Toronto International Film Festival. I'm going to bring this up. Yeah, but that but that was cool. I, I always like to get confirmation that we were right because I think uh, we've talked about it many times. Oh, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing, and you know, uh, Mayame, how it, how the the scoop game is. Sometimes okay. it doesn't happen. I mean, we were talking about Doctor Strange last week, right? You know that Jeff drops that right at Comic Con. It's huge. Oh. The the internet blows up. Uh, there's that fan art that comes out. I mean, and, and you know, Joaquin Phoenix looked fantastic as Doctor Strange, and then he walked away. Right. It just happens. So, and, and so we'll start there. Uh, you do all these scoops, man, and some of them, most of them are right. I gotta say, <laughs> most, if not all of them are, all, are right. I mean, oh, you called, you. uh, Rocket. You had Bradley Cooper. That was one of yours. Yes. What are some other ones? Most recent one was Jason Bourne returning. That's right. That's and right. I took Big a lot elephant. of heat for that one because um, when the source contacted me, look, Jason Bourne is coming. You know, they're bringing him back. It's like, dude, this has been a scoop that's been debunked twenty ways to Sunday. Yeah, you, you got to be absolutely sure because I'm going to get a lot of heat for it, especially from the producer. Yeah, and lo and behold, <laughs> yeah, Frank Marshall. <laughs> when it dropped, Frank Marshall went into spin mode. Yep, denied it. You know, gave the fake denial. He didn't. He denied a part of my story, but not the whole story. Yeah. So then, yeah. and then it dropped. Then your boy Fleming drops yep. it. You know, and then it's like good vindication. Yeah. yeah. He's the only one that doesn't. Everybody else gives like source credit except him. So I, I, that, that was my next question. He looks down on everybody. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> he didn't source you. Yeah. And yeah, that's cool. And so the, the nice segue into you know Latina review. You're dropping scoops there. Uh, you know you got a huge Twitter following. How did you get into this game? How did I get into? Scoop? I mean, you've been in a long time, man. Yeah, right? yeah, I've been following you for years. Basically, um, I have a production background in New York City. I came out of the New York independent film scene. Mm-hmm. And in two thousand, you know, so the late nineties was just work left and right. Yeah, I would go to work before the sun came up, and would go home by the time the sun came down. So around two thousand, Julian, there was going to be a threat of an actor strike. Right, that never happened, mm-hmm. and so there was a de facto strike. So there was uh, last job I did was for Inarito. Uh He was doing a Quaker State commercial because he needed the money to uh, finish posting uh, Amores Perros, but oh. we didn't know this at the time. He just told yeah. me he was a crazy director. He's, yeah. Telling us this movie he's cutting, he's broke, and he needs to do the money. He's like, all right, cool. So then that was April 4, 2000. I walked away. I had enough money saved. And then uh, I went to work with a director 
did a movie called Empire that went to Sundance in 2001 and then got bought by Universal. Nice. So I basically came out here to be the Latin version of E from Entourage. There you go. So that's why that show's so personal to me because I kind of live a lot of that. You know? Yeah. So that was awesome. And I met a lot of assistants back then and up-and-coming agents, execs and stuff. So I was friendly with all of them. We would hang out and stuff. Now, cut to 10, year, 10 years later, most of them have become partners. Yeah. Some of them are senior VPs. Yeah. Some powerful bros, you know. So yeah. I've always uh, maintained this. So, but back in the late 90s and early 2000s, it was all about the websites. Like, Any Cool News was absolute uh, king. Yeah. They had a, so I knew a lot of, I got a lot of information. They used to have a guy named Lobo. Mm. So I would send them the Latin stuff. I would source them the Latin stuff. And then, uh, then one day, they're shooting Spider-Man, the first one with Tobey Maguire. So smack in the middle of Any Cool News, you see Tobey chasing the bus. Mm-hmm. And so the site Latino Review is like, well, I'm Latino. Let me see what this is about. So I go to Latino Review, and a guy named Kelvin shot that picture, picking up his kid from school, and that picture traveled the world. A big yeah. scoop. So we became friendly. I found out he's from the neighboring town of Queens. I'm from Flushing. He's from Regal Park. Yeah. We met, and then we've been inseparable ever since. The most boring marriage ever. <laughs> <laughs> we don't fight. We don't clash. It's you know, it's yin to yang. I'm a bachelor. He's a married man with three kids. Yeah. So then uh, I just started sending him my stuff. Nice. You know, we started working together, and then we got bigger and bigger. And then we got through, went through a first round of financing with a distributor. Okay, that may I could that means I could stay out here in school full time. And then they went insolvent, and then uh, now we're getting a new backer with a net worth of about two hundred million. So Ooh. when they came aboard, it's like. Uh, I'm going to need legal. He's going to make yeah. it rain over at Latino Review. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to need legal. Yeah. It's like, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Because no, uh, I, I think about that Marvel. I can't believe it's been 10 years that I've been doing it. Just, it's just fun. You know, like I've always been a fanboy. Yeah. And I always wanted, you know, back in the days before the internet even existed, it was just, you would get all your Hollywood movie news from like Wizard Magazine, uh, Andy Mangles, Hollywood Heroes. Sure. So even when I was working in college, Kids would ask, what's going on with the Spider-Man movie? Is there ever going to make a Spider-Man movie? This was back in the time when it was still in litigation. Everybody was suing each other, James Cameron and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so I was going to say. I always thought about that guy, and it's like, yeah, they eventually, they eventually made three of them, six of them. I think, no, five of them now. And uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so then, and but, go ahead. No, no, no I was going to say, the site has really taken off in the last yeah. few years. Basically, you know, Latino Review. Your scoops. Yeah. yeah, Latino Review was born out of a Marvel scoop. Yeah. So I was starting to track them and do the scoops when it was really easy. We broke. That's why Peyton Reed bring, comes back. I broke Tim Story directing Fantastic Four. I think right. Kelvin broke The Thing. Uh, the Luke Cage script was one of my favorites of all time. Nice. You know, some of the early stuff when they were still just above a, a car dealership. Wow. Beverly Hills. Yeah. And so been tracking them forever. Like, basically, we broke Marvel stories before it became fashionable like it is now. You right. Know, right. Marvel's so big now. When an actor doesn't get a role. It's huge news. It's huge news, yeah. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. It's amazing. Now, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, like, I I know why people around town have sort of incentive to leak things to myself, to the other trades, but, you know, why do people come to Latino Review? Uh, And the same goes for Schmoes. No, I've been very impressed with both your site's abilities to break huge Hollywood news when... You know, it, it, it's not the trades who are, quote-unquote, supposed to break that kind of stuff. Right. Because technically they don't. They don't come to me. What I do is I rob and steal. <laughs> 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 no. Basically, I'll get a tip or tip, or I see something in the press and it's like, oh, it's something worth investigating or there could be so many angles. Mm-hmm. I approach scooping different than the way you guys do it. I'm, uh, I was a big G.I. Joe fanboy growing up. Nice. And that matured into... 
a hobby of the actual intelligence community and black ops and stuff. So I'm a big fan of the CIA. He's serious here, folks. This no, is this is big time. I love this. I we love are fans it. Sorry. of the CIA. We want to make that clear. So CIA, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So there's two communities in the CIA. There's the analytics side. So think Devin Faraci. Or, you know, he could be he'll be perfect. And then the operations guys. So what I do is what operations guys do, like in hostile environments, which is spot, assess, develop. Dude, I'm taking notes. This is amazing. We are taking notes. Can I go get a pen? Yes, absolutely. Please go. (laughs) Find people who have access to secrets or information. Okay. Get to know them. Yeah. Get them to trust you. Recruit them. Keep them safe. It's just that simple. That's what I do. I love my God, I love that. Spot okay, show's over. Problem. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Mic drop. I'm going to see if we can get you a job over at the Rats. Yeah. I could use that kind of right? hunger and ambition. That, um, the, the way of thinking. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Yeah, no, but yeah, spot now, assess develop. When you say, you know, you have to get to know them, because that, that is important. Um, it is a, the, the name of the game is relationships it's in con- Hollywood. Scooping is a contact sport. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why when I say, like last week, I said 99% of superhero sites couldn't break a windows because it's true. <laughs> They're all headquartered in flyover states. They don't know how this business works. Right. They don't know what a general is. They don't do meetings. They don't know. And that's why you're out here. You're getting a little face-to-face time oh, with your time. peeps, right? I got various people in various stages. I'm spotting this one. I'm I should follow this one, guy around this week this just one. to see who he's meeting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> come, come, to, uh, come to Soho have House. Have a rap intern yeah, tell you. Go up to Soho House. Do you, so do, do, did you find that some of your relationships that you made in production have now benefited this this scoop? I mean, are you... Mm, I used to work for a guy mm-hmm. back in the days named Anthony Katagis. Mm-hmm. He was a big line producer out of New York City. We lost touch over the years, and then, lo and behold, earlier this year, he... Up on stage with Brad Pitt winning the Best Picture on Oscar, the Oscar for, yeah. for 12 so years crazy of facial hair. That's, yeah, that's no, right. he didn't have it back in those days. He was clean right. cut. Now he's like, whoa. Yeah. Well, he can now because he's, he's goddamn a, producer. Nah, years but that was, that was a great crew we all used to, because he used to do a lot of commercials. Like Spike Lee did a, he did a string of pizza commercials. So I would do a lot more commercials than features because uh, okay. money's quick in and out. Features yeah. a long-term commitment. So Absolutely. Yeah, but no, basically... I came up with a, like a lot, a lot of guys. I started as assistants. Like I said, some of them are partners, mm-hmm. vice presidents, and stuff. So yeah, a lot no. of ladies as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And don't forget the ladies. The no, ladies. I know. We we talked about that uh, the couple weeks ago. Like you know, the we were on with a uh, screen rant, uh, oh. Kofi Alla, and like you know the uh, the diversity, if you will, of a lot of, diversity of, now. of you know the scoopers or the 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 writers, the bloggers, and not a lot of women. So it's it's great to hear that you know D girls are still alive and well. Absolutely. Spe- speaking of diversity, I mean, um, I can't wait to see what the future holds for Latino Review because oh, it is. I feel like you know a- any larger sort of media company should want to kill to be in business with you guys. You're growing. You appeal to the fastest oh. growing movie going audience. Yeah. Like, can you, can you sort of speak? And you would to think that no, you sense. would think Marvel would be a tad bit nicer to us, considering thirty percent of their box office all comes from Latinos. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's a good point. Yeah. So if what did you say, Joe? No, I'm, I just, I'm gonna I, hear I, I just didn't know if you wanted to sort of talk to that point about the sort of specific audience that that you reach and, and that kind of thing. Basically. If we did this Latin stuff, we'd have no side. I wouldn't even be here because there's not stuff breaking every day. So we sure. need stuff to supplement that. So the fanboy stuff and then like somebody like well, I'm very proud of uh, the one of the dead director, Alejandro Burgess. This is a guy who made a horror movie in communist Cuba. Wow. I saw it by accident on uh, on CNN. I find the kid. I reach out to him. Let me see your movie. We see his movie. And then uh, it's great. I show it to my buddy at WM. You got to see this. 
Mm. They, they, he liked it enough that he wanted to sign the guy. We found a way to get him asylum here in the United States, and he just finished directing a segment of uh, ABCs of Death too. So that's oh, something cool. I'm wow. proud of. That's you know? really cool, man. Yeah, no, yeah. So that's cool. I keep my still keep my toes in the indie world and stuff. So I'm always tracking projects and stuff. You know, like uh, Chilean filmmaker Nicholas Lopez was another one, mm-hmm. but he blew up at Fantastic Fest. He After was somebody shot, we kept, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, and then but you're going back into production with your own movie coming yeah, out. Yeah, that's another reason I'm here. I got to do a bunch of meetings. Yeah, and dance with the talk actors. about just plug this project because yeah, you, you are living the dream of every sort of you know movie press blogger person. It's like who, we want to go to yeah, the we next. Wanna go and <laughs> we want to do our own doing. things, and and you're actually doing it. So tell, yeah, yeah, tell because us about basically that. I had like I worked production for like four or five years, and you don't ever lose those bones. I worked my way up to becoming a second AD because nice. I had size, so I was good with talent and yeah. stuff, and I be outside the set waiting for him to get called come, you know I'll be the guy harassing the hair and makeup person let's go we gotta yeah. go five minutes yep. you know F you we're not ready yet well you better <laughs> be ready you know so that kind of stuff so I have a production background I know how to run a set Yeah, I'm, it's not like I've never been on a set before Yeah, and uh, about the speed and execution so I wrote a little project uh, when I used to live uptown in Manhattan there was a, a bodega clerk who got murdered mm. because he saw a crime go down like a little local crime so I, that's always stayed with me and stuff. So I figured, what if that guy was younger, agile, he could run? I was always into Man on the Run movies and stuff. So yeah. I studied all the structures. Uh, and that was good about having relationships back in those days before scripts were even PDF'd. Mm-hmm. You could get, you have to get hard copies and stuff. Now yeah. it's just, you ask for a PDF and you get it in the inbox. And yeah. Some people take that for granted. I'm like, wow, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. So I was always constantly reading. Mm-hmm. Like I, when I started, I used to do a lot of script reviews. Yeah. But because of the current spoiler culture being anti-spoilerist, I don't we don't really do them anymore. And most scripts are, excuse me, under lock and key anyway. Yeah. So I was just constantly reading before the blacklist existed. Always reading and reading. And it's like screen screenplays where it's at. So develop that and and then. Uh, so what's, what's the movie called? Breakneck. Breakneck. Okay. It's a it's a it's a chase movie. It's uh it's, it's a fastly paced chase thriller about a bodega clerk who. Has to go on the run from a private military company for murders he didn't commit. Basically, they framed him for something. And I got to keep him quiet, so he's got to use his wits to nice like, smart them and cool. stuff. And your producer is Daniel Alter, is Daniel that right? Alter, yes. You know, he was my old manager at one point. He was your old manager. You just tell him. I don't know if he remembers me, but uh, he just, wants to. Yeah, he wants to come on the show. He like, wants to. Yeah, yeah. we got to get him on. Yeah, oh, Daniel is great. Uh, he actually had an idea. That. Yeah, it was years ago, man, and I was working in production at the time, and they were they were repping me as managers, and it was with uh, his old partner Howard Son. Yes, Howard. And uh, yeah, they they had an idea for a uh, it just just mentioned Lost Soul. I will after we get out. Yeah, he out he will show. know. He should remember that because it was his idea that he gave me, and we worked on it a bit. It just ultimately never went so anywhere. The and, ultimate hustler, man. My yeah, he is. He's good. He's got the gift of God. He'd be a deadly scooper if he wanted to do this. So. And, yeah. And he's taken over Vegas now, right? Pretty yeah. much, yeah. yeah. So basically, the scooping, since we were financed, basically, instead of weighing tables or working at CAA or something like that, yeah. I could scoop and make money on the side, and then, you know, give, it gave me time to pursue financing. We came very close in 2004 uh, with the producers of Garden State, they love the script so much. So then, nice. I met with uh, I went I met with Gary Gilbert in New York City. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, sure. his brother owns the Cleveland Cavaliers. So you wouldn't think this guy's a billionaire. You know, he's just a regular. I don't think I ever put that together. No, he's very wow. rich. I they just sold, did. Oh my god! They sold a a, a mortgage company uh-huh. to they sold to Quicken actually, and uh, that's how the, the brother Dan bought. 
sure. clever cavaliers, and this guy puts money into movies and stuff. So wow, so you've been real close, but now you're doing it, yeah. and, and you're gonna have a Latino lead, right? That's what I'm here to look That's for. I'm down okay. to about four guys that I like. I, you know, so I'm casting a wide net here in New York, Miami. I don't care if the kid has never done anything on TV or anything. I'm looking for somebody specific. I mean, mm-hmm. I went out to a couple of names out here. But it's the song, you know, now yeah, they're, they're all managed up and published and stuff. Oh, you know, they, they want to do the song and dance. I'm like, right. all right, cool. We'll do the song and dance. Well, if you have That's any awesome. rules, if you have any rules for a couple of nerdy podcasters, Mark and I, you know will, what? We'll make I ourselves available. I was a theater major. <laughs> we probably will. <laughs> I was a theater major, the most worthless degree you can get, folks. But I will say to Fanboy Nation, because they're like, you make them, you're going to forget about us. I will not forsake the Fanboy Nation. Trust me. There you That's go. That's a good man right and there. And that's what we want to get into. And, uh, yes. you are listening to Meet the Movie Press. We have El Mayimbe here, the Scoop Master. Thank and you. what we do uh, on the Schmoes No Network, the Meet the Movie Press on the Schmoes No Network Facebook page, we do what we call a hopeful news break. Hopeful news break okay. And there's the music. That's right, guys. Every Wednesday, Schmoville, if you want to drop something based on the news that you are hearing that is out there that either we're talking about or or the the internet is talking about the trades are dropping you know you can kind of think about what maybe could happen and i want to go to one and we're going to do this quick because we got some scoops to talk about yes we do okay so finlay calvert on the meet the movie press page he wants zach efron cast as iron fist now i want to go to you because i remember you coming on the show uh the main show and talking about zach efron but I can't really remember. Was it for Star Wars? Was it for Marvel? Were, were you saying something that they were looking at him? He was considered for a Marvel project. I don't know what it is, though. Okay. So that's what I wanted to see. Okay. So now, Zac Efron is Iron Fist. Iron Fist is going to Netflix. Okay. So is this, like, out of the realm of possibility? No way. <laughs> You're smiling. I'm smiling because this is my question. Who is Iron Fist? Yeah. Oh. God. What? <laughs> what? Iron Fist. He, it, Power Man, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Brokeback. Yeah, the fresh. Defenders. Yeah, yeah and he's bro. Iron Fist is great. I'm familiar with Iron Fist. Yeah. I love the comic of Iron Fist. <laughs> and we lost Snyder. He is out. Unbelievable. Iron uh, all these I can't I, I don't know all these movie characters. I don't know Iron Fist. They're okay, not, well, I'm thinking about it this way. <laughs> if we look at the template being created right now with Daredevil, right. okay? I don't even know the, the actor's name that's playing Matt Murdock. I forget. Charlie Cox, right? Charlie Wasn't Cox. Wasn't that you? We came very close. We had snipers on the roof one night in Hollywood. Oh. <laughs> they were just waiting for him to step out with the guy in the suit. Oh, oh man. so close. Okay. So, yeah. So, okay. Charlie Cox. Okay. So, I had never heard of him. It's not of the Zac Efron caliber. No. No, no, no offense, Charlie, but, <laughs> but Zac Efron is a huge movie star right now. So, you yep. know. But... He was in, that's why I brought this particular one up, because he is hot, and Marvel likes to go after people that are they hot. Ch- they're heat chasers, big time. Could yeah. you see it? Could you see uh... Could you see it happening? Hell no. Okay. Scott wow. Atkins is a more realistic choice for Iron Fist. There you go. Did you hear that, Finlay? Is that okay? This is an, I, oh, excuse me, this is a Netflix original series, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, so not a movie. Yeah, so it's, yeah, they're, they're building towards this, the same shared universe as the MCU, um, but it's going to be for the Defenders, so they're going to do uh, Jessica Jones and uh, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and, of course, Daredevil. And then sooner or later, we'll probably see Defenders. Maybe we'll see Adam Sandler's Iron Fist. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh my that's God. a hot scoop, guys. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't don't print that, then, please. Didn't, who, did, who was a comedian that did a Green Lantern script so many years ago that got, ra- that got ra- railroaded in the press? Wasn't it Jack Black? 
I think so, yeah. Yeah, Jack had Black a, like had a terrible. comedic take on Green Lantern, yeah. which that I can kind of see. <laughs> I can kind of see it. He's, you know, he's like, Shazam! Or what? Oh, sorry. Wrong property. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah okay. Well, that's, you know what? I, I, I appreciate you guys' thoughts. I'm I mean, s- I'm sorry, Iron Fist fans. I, it, it's okay, Educate though. Me. I can't believe he's barely 30. He has this anti fanboy, like, stuff <laughs> with the property. What I need to know every single no, comic book character ever created. I just don't get, like, why you, you can't stand, like, the fanboy stuff. That's what brings <laughs> the most traffic, I would think. Yeah. You right? Know? Hey, listen. I like Batman. I like Superman, Spider-Man. I like the big guns. I don't need to get into these secondary and tertiary characters. Right. Uh, it's just, it's too much. They're still Come heroes, on. though. Okay, but you saw, I mean, he came on here. We were talking. We were just, uh, at least this- I keep it real. I'm not going to lie and just... Yeah. Pretend, you know, I love Iron Fist for the traffic. Right, right. I but, don't love Iron Fist. But your Batman v Superman or your Man of Steel sort of scoop about, you know, the whales saving, um. See, that's hot. That was hot. He drops it here, you know, overheard a conversation in Toronto and then all the outlets pick it up and go, oh, Aquaman saved and Man of Steel. That's why it's important to be around. Like, yes. that's a perfect, you know how many scoops just sitting down at like Earth Cafe and two execs are sitting next to each other? Just like exactly like what happened with Chuck. I try not to eavesdrop. That was a rare, that was oh, a rare dude. exception. I was uh, having a conversation with a good buddy of mine who I will not mention. It's a he or a she, <laughs> and uh, you know, offhand said, "Oh yeah, you know, um, Tim Burton's going back to Beetlejuice," and we were like, "Huh? Can I can I talk about that, please?" And we dropped that, and a couple days later, it happened. Yeah. And it was just, and it was just talking with a friend. You Sim- know, it's just being present in Los Angeles or New York sometimes, especially. It helps. Oh, yeah, it helps royally, man. And that's what you should probably know, Schmoville. I mean, a lot of you have asked me, sent, you know, questions. I want to get into writing. I want to get into producing. I want to get into movie reporting. But I'm in Iowa or I'm in Ohio. I mean, do I need to come out to L.A.? Yes. Absolutely. I I think you should. It helps. It It really does help because not only that, I mean, as we've been talking about, you're going around, you're meeting friends, you're going to parties, you're going to the solo house. Whatever, and you're talking to. All of a sudden, you're sitting in an elevator with uh, Seth MacFarlane. Right, that was a true like, story for me. When you get to be the best, like Mike Fleming, you can go live on Long Island, mm-hmm. and you don't have to be around it. Yeah. But exactly, yeah, most people when you're starting, regardless out, of his lack of professional courtesy to his colleagues, he's still a damn good writer. Especially, yeah, you see that absolutely. Re- the yes. review he did, the interview he did with Downey, I'm like Jesus Christ, he's just killing me. Yeah, but and that was funny. Can we talk about that last part of the interview that Iron? Uh, I almost said Iron Downey. <laughs> Iron Downey. Uh, I, uh, Robert Downey Jr. kind of makes an offhanded, hilarious statement. I will only do Iron Man 4 if Mel Gibson will direct it. And every site picked that up. Of course. Up I saw that. Fact. Because every site should be embarrassed. And and rightly so. I looked at it and I went... It's a joke. It's clearly a joke. I start looking at the tweets coming in. Farachi had some great comments, some great oh, jabs yes, out there. the best. Dude. Yeah. Let, and, me, uh, let me look Schmoville in the eye right now. Yeah. If you think Mel Gibson is directing another Disney movie, you are insane. <laughs> yeah, and for those that covered it, did you not read it? Did you not get the tone of the, the conversation? Right. It was... a. Uh, Obvious, hilarious right. statement. People it's very just, funny they'll, too. they'll use any reason, any excuse to put Iron Man 4 in a headline. Yeah, and, and exactly true. And someone might call that clickbait. And then it spread like wildfire so much that then Downey Jr. had to go on other appearances and say, <laughs> no, 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 no. They're, yeah, they're, we'll that's find not something happening. else to work on yeah, together. The, but he did say that the, there was possible negotiations for Iron Man 4, and then maybe it's going to go to the small screen. I don't think any of that is happening, to be honest with you. Do you, you think there's going to be an Iron Man 4 starring Robert Downey Jr.? 
I don't know, quite frankly. I've been, I haven't really been tracking that one per se much, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they like to keep them in the fold somehow. Yeah. Uh, or work with them somehow, maybe in executive producer capacity. Or, I, I think that's where it's going with know? him. That's just, where I just can't, Im- I, mean, I know the last one was the biggest, but I just yeah. cannot imagine another Iron Man movie. He's under what contract to do left? one more movie. He has to give him, I think, Avengers 3 or the yeah. Avengers. Right. The and that's what I think it'll it. be. They'll yeah. use Iron Man to prop up these other things, maybe launch something new, but yeah. I cannot imagine an Iron Man 4. I, I can either, not at this point. Point. I, right. I don't. I don't think just because of the contract negotiations. Right. Maybe they even re, you know reboot Iron Man in ten years or something. I'm just like uh, another Iron mm-hmm. Man movie. Yeah, uh, and I you know I have yeah. my own Marvel source who's been saying and you know I could kind of talk a little bit about it that there are no plans for an Iron Man four, a Thor four, a Captain America four. That there they are, and it kind of is like what Farachi just dropped with his Avengers, and that there might be a big shakeup at the end of Avengers three that might launch new characters in the Avengers franchise, I'm hearing the same thing. And I'm hearing that it's like that's the plan right now because of Guardians of the Galaxy doing so well. The brand is Marvel, so they can launch Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, maybe a a Captain Marvel, maybe a, I don't know, I'm hearing an Adam Warlock. I don't know if you've heard anything. Well, the the pod was in Guardians of the Galaxy. It's being set up. I'm hearing that that there are plans for Adam Warlock. I can't really... It's just a rumor right now. I can't... It's only speculation. I thought thought that was the project Efron was being rumored for, no? Well, maybe. I don't know. I'll find out in hindsight what it was. I know he didn't take it, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. But, you know, speaking of these scoops, uh, you're listening to Meet the Movie Press. Let's get to it. Let's Let's get to it. By the way, guys, before we get into this, this is very important. We had some technical glitches, okay? So if you have subscribed to Meet the Movie Press on iTunes... Do me a favor and go ahead and check that out again. See if your subscription is held. We kind of lost some kind of things. Uh, we've had some technical issues. So uh, if you haven't subscribed, what the hell is wrong with you? Please subscribe to Meet the Movie Press on iTunes. Like us on Meet the Movie Press Facebook page and subscribe to the YouTube channel Schmoes No Podcast uh, because that keeps the lights on and it allows to us to get this wonderful guest. And we're going to drop some scoops right now. Yes, so we are. So LMAMA, you have the floor, my friend. Yeah, so I figured, you know, I'm coming on the show instead of dropping scoops early during the week. Yeah. You know, I figured I'd drop them live on the air. Share I love it. Guys, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Sharing and is I, caring. And I'm aware of this. We went a little bit back and forth so I could program uh, this show. And, I, and man, this one's good. So I, I'll let you start with where you want to go. So we, which one should we do first? You want to start with the, the best one. The you best wanna, one? You want to start uh, with the best one? All right. Schmoville, I got you uh, two really hot DC scoops. All right. So oh, first boy. One. DC. So, we do, Mark and I do not know these. You don't know, right? I, I know because only we've been talking about it, so I could okay, basically I okay. send some pictures. You'll get to see the surprise on my face. Sorry. Yeah. Go. Go for it. It kind of leapfrogs off his one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So the hot rumor that I'm hearing, now that Chris Terrio's on board writing Justice League, okay? Yeah. So we're, ta- we're talking Justice League here? Justice League. Ooh. Oh, boy. We're not talking Batman v. Superman, folks. We're, we're going we're a little bit that. further. A little bit Justice further. League. But it does kind of, uh, from what I'm hearing, the setup is towards the end of Batman, Batman v. Superman. That's what I'm hearing, too, yeah. The rumor is that Brainiac is going to be the bad guy <sighs> in Justice League. And the setup of it is cool, basically. Remember how uh, the Kryptonian beacon in Man of Steel that Clark set off that brought Zod to Earth? Yeah. Brainiac heard it as well. Oh boy! Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Now. I like that. I like it too. And I'll be honest, 
I don't know who Brainiac is. Oh, he's only the hottest. <laughs> JT's the hottest, freaking out in the booth. JT. The hottest DC villain of all time. I'll put time. it this way. Um, I'm just glad it does, it, Brainiac sounds like a smart person. Someone who <laughs> used their brain to defeat Superman, which yes. I think is better than just another muscled punch fest. Pretty much, yeah. Like yeah minute, Brainiac, so. to me, is one of the better <laughs> villains in the Superman universe. And so for t- him to come out, because everybody was assuming that it was going to be Darkseid. They're pushing him towards later. I think that's a smart move. Yes. Just because I feel like with Thanos being kind of right. rumored to be Avengers 3 kind of main villain, yes. it's maybe it's DC now. No, we can't really do, like Darkseid, Thanos are kind of similar. So let's do Brainiac, which I love. Brainiac is awesome, guys. Do you remember know? the Superman animated series in the nineties? Yeah, great Brainiac was oh, on that. Bra- absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm a huge Superman fan. I think everybody knows that. I named my dog Kal El. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, for God's sakes, this is getting me excited. Unbelievable. So, um, how do you get? I mean, you, you know, we don't reveal sources, but you, how long have you been working on this scoop? Let's start there. This one, uh, I got back to LA on Tuesday. So I hit up, yo, what are you doing? What's going on? What's going on? Let's hang out. Yeah. You got what you got. Like, uh, the way Jay Glazer does. He's a, he's another scooper in another business, like in sports. Yeah. I kind of do the same thing as when I get to town. I hit up everybody. What you got? What you got? What you got? Okay. So somebody had something for me that I trust. Yeah. You know, and, um, it was only one source at the time because there's a rule about scooping sometimes that I personally break because I don't believe in it. You know, sometimes only one or two people actually know about a deal or so. Sure. Like Rocket Raccoon is the perfect example. When we broke that, this guy's publicist didn't know yet. Wow. So if somebody like a, tra- a, tra- to know. a trade organization went up, is it tr- goes to his publicist, and because he doesn't know, is it true that Rocket Raccoon is going to be voiced by Bradley Cooper? They would officially go with a denial because they don't know about it until right. they get a, a clarification later. So that happens to us a lot. Yeah. I'm in the position to know stuff when only a handful of people, sometimes not even that. That's you know? same here. I, I, I one person sometimes, That's and it's it, so yeah. reliable, yes. and it's so undeniable that you're like, well, uh, we're going to run it, and we talk a lot about it. You know, these scoops can fall apart. It could be not happening. It could be miscommunication. You know, I mean, we we've gotten scoops wrong before, and it just changes. It just no, happens. Absolutely. But this sounds. Um, this sounds, sounds for me very plausible. Yes. That's what I, I, I want to say because as a fan of Superman, as a fan of Justice League, this makes sense in the way that they're, that Marvel's using Thanos. Why not? And DC is trying to do something different. And I think Brainiac is just a perfect villain. Oh, my God, yes. It'd be like the uh, the first time they use an original villain since like the last Batman Begins when they introduced Rasha Ghul. Yeah. You know, so... That's great. I think it's a great direction for them to go. I mean, if you think about it, if you look at Man of Steel, all the Kryptonian technology, it's there. Mm-hmm. The DNA is there for that character to exist. You yeah. Know, so absolutely. Who now, real quick, just off the top of your head, this is kind of an unfair question. Who would play Brainiac? Give me the fantasy casting. Who would play Brainiac? Who's? Yeah. I mean, James Spader already played Ultron, so yeah, Who right. Been a hot choice. Somebody along those lines. Then get Cumberbatch. <laughs> oh, God no. He's in everything, right? He's, He's going to be in every single movie ever made. No, I, I wouldn't want him either. Um, That's a good question. You that is a good question. Can I throw in Brian Cranston? Ooh. <laughs> right now. JTE, drop the mic, my friend. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. I like Brian Cranston. That would be good. You know, because everybody was going, uh, you know, bonkers over him, possibly as Lex Luthor, which, you know, obviously I would didn't say, happen. You know what? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey would be great. <laughs> 
Jeff, you just don't know who Brainiac is. No, I'm just like, Kevin Spacey already played a Superman villain. You're not really. Oh, He's already played the Flash. He's playing Captain America. Yeah, there you go. So, all right. Well, that's that's scoop number one. Probably the biggest to be dropped here on Meet the Movie Press. That's a big one. So, if you guys haven't subscribed yet, I mean, now's now's the time. Look at this. We're dropping major scoops here. And that's Justice League. We're not even, I mean, we're, we're, everybody's Batman, Superman, Batman, Superman. The next scoop is on Justice League 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, yeah, Brainiac is gonna, you're gonna see set up somehow at the end of Batman v Superman from what I'm hearing, and then it goes into Justice League. That's great. Which is now officially true that, you know, they're gonna do that, and then Justice League. go right into Justice League. Yeah. You know, so. That makes sense. I hope sense. it's Brainiac, yeah. So. I hope so too. Yeah. That's a good one, man. So, uh. Got another one. You got another. Yeah, I, so there was we're a, so giving this morning. Actually, feeling generous. Yeah, yeah. we're very generous. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I'm interested to see Jeff's reaction to this one as well. Oh, this one's this is gonna be a great. His reaction is gonna be Tyler's because he. Yeah, I don't even know these guys, but he. I, he I don't so, either. <laughs> so what? A couple of weeks ago, it was reported that uh, David Ayer is uh, in talks to direct Suicide Squad. That's right. DC. Mm-hmm. So I went out and found. Well, who is the Suicide Squad? So Who we, is the Suicide exactly. Squad? Exactly. So basically, it's seven prisoners mm-hmm. uh, on this prison run by Amanda Waller, a very popular character in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. And she basically, it's a prison for supervillains. Right. So she recruits this team, uh, and they go out and do black op jobs uh, in exchange for reduced sentences. Okay. So that's pretty cool. So I found out who the seven members of the Suicide Squad are. Oh, boy, guys. Seven. Count them down. That, that's right. Ready? Yeah. Blockbuster. Blockbuster. The strong man, mm-hmm. multiplex the human replicator, mm. Jaculi the speedster, mind boggler the female telepath. Uh, it's a lot of names, but don't worry, our story is not going to feature them. Instead, we will emphasize Hartness, also known as Captain Boomerang. He's a villain in the Flash. He's in. He's with uh, special weapons. Diversity here, Vixen. Female with animal abilities. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. last but not least, Lawton, also known as Deadshot. Deadshot. Yeah. I know Deadshot. Deadshot was a guy who took a shot at Batman and missed. But That's right. Yeah. That's so, right. Okay. The three so, leads, Harkness, Vic, Vixen, and Lawton, and another four. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. Who are my Suicide Squad fans out there? Are you going to drop in some comments? I mean, this is this is good stuff here. You actually got your hands on the script. Of course. <laughs> hey, I didn't read it yet, though. Why? Why? Why, why aren't we, I getting these scripts, Jeff? Why are you getting? Yeah, scripts? my email is Jeff at the rap dot com. You <laughs> yeah. can just send a line over. Come some, on! But some scripts, some of the higher tier stuff has they people don't want a paper trail, so that's bring, why. Bring I'm, me into a room. I'll sit there for an hour and a, a half. Physical and meeting. And skim yeah. It. And for future scoops, sometimes could originate from screenplays. You can see over screen. Okay, let me track these characters. Let me find out who's playing this, this, and that. And oh, we got description, this, and that, and some. You yeah. Know, if you're able to get a screenplay. Of a, of a gold movie that's always gold. Oh, yeah, man. You know? you, I mean, you got it all right there in black and white. So Pretty it's just, yeah. I want my hands on the shooting script of Justice League now so I can see Brainiac. I think he recently delivered a draft. Did he? That's, yeah. why I got the inform- that's why I got the information. He delivered a, uh, like an outline or draft of the Justice League script. and uh, He's also working on Batman v Superman, isn't yeah, he? he, he He's he doing produ- a rewrite? He did production polishes. Production polishes? Yeah, then he went into, but then he got his deal for Justice League. I guess they liked what they were, he was doing. That's great. He's a smart guy. Uh, he's not really a comic guy, but that could be okay too, you know, yeah. as long as there's respect for the source material. I think he's yeah. the one who's going to get us Brainiac. I always thought Brainiac should be a villain instead of Lex Luthor, and now it's gonna, it looks like it's going to happen. Now, are, are you worried at all that there's too many comic book movies? I know they're kind of your bread and butter, but 
I have to respectfully disagree with the Hollywood trade community. I believe we are now in Hollywood's heroic age. We got 41 superhero properties mm-hmm. in the next five years, more so than I've been alive. You know? Oh, yeah. That's incredible. So everyone that I talk to doesn't say like what the reporter is saying. Superhero overlord. Uh, overlord. It's It's going to... I mean, look at the Flash. The the ratings for the pilot is like the best thing the CW's ever had. Does that sound like superhero fatigue? I don't think so. But I agree. in five or six years, once we've seen all these super, I mean, it's just like you know the the business is cyclical, and there are obviously many other heroes out there to explore. Teachers, doctors, actual heroes, Boring. rather than people who can fly and and go invisible and things like that. Superhero movies are our modern mythology. Yep, especially and it, it like it transcends in a sense. Yes, it transcends okay. generate. It transcends cultures. It's cinema at its purest form. It's universal. Mm-hmm. Just look at the box office numbers. We're in the middle of a heroic age. I've been waiting for something like this. I mean, when that's great. That's when the DC announcement came, I'm like, wow. Yeah. I was, was too. High. And you know, as long as I, I think there won't be fatigue as long as these movies are put in the, the right hands. Absolutely. And done well. Yes. Sony, are you listening? Amazing Spider-Man? Come on. <laughs> what the heck are you doing? I can't believe let's, Spider-Man's a bum. Let's, yeah, let's talk about uh, the rumors this week about okay, sure. Spider-Man yeah. going, maybe going back into the Marvel Universe, something like that. Yeah. I, and then the I've soft heard- reboot with Sinister Six. I mean, it, oh, when yeah. you say soft reboot off of a reboot that is, is a reboot off of like four years before, I mean, <laughs> what are you doing? I don't get it. I, I mean, Su- Spider-Man is my second favorite behind Superman. And he, and you said it, he's a bum. <laughs> he's a bum now, man. I didn't even see the first two movies, the reboots. I didn't even bother. Yeah. I mean, I could have saw them for free. I didn't want to go see them. I'm like, no, no thanks. Yeah, so what, what do you think, Jeff? I mean, you you started to go into it. Like, what do you, are you hearing anything? I, I I did hear stuff, and I heard it a while ago. In fact, I have I went back. I have emails into Sony's past corporate communications person, so I don't know that the current one knows that I'm even sniffing around it. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, I heard that, Marvel, that there were talks to have... M- Spider-Man pop up in Marvel movies, and I'd even heard, I think, someone in the Fox stable as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was X-Men or Fantastic Four or something like that, but okay. uh, I don't... Uh, there's probably nothing to that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I do, I do think it's very possible that, yeah, Sony could lend Spider-Man, you know... Yeah, to, with Marvel? To, to yes, to now, a Disney Marvel movie. Okay, now are you... are Is it like a sell the rights kind of thing, or a no, let's No, I don't think that they're ever letting go of the rights. I think it's either a trade, or mm-hmm. some kind of a cash payoff, or, mm-hmm. or some kind of, you know, promotion thing. I mean, studios do do these kinds of things. So, like, all the Both fans are things. going... Because this rumor has kind of come around before, um, and I kind of mentioned it on the, on the main show last night, that... I'm wondering if it's because of the the poor word of mouth or the poor reception for Amazing Spider-Man Two that they're they, they like we got to do something. They need to stick the character in a good movie, yes. which means basically lending him to Disney and Marvel. Yeah, because Marvel knows that. I mean, can you imagine Marvel with Spider-Man? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but what about the corporate greed and egos between the two stories? Well, we there want you go. This well, that's that, the thing. that's what I think is that is that maybe Disney or Marvel will lend Sony something for one of its movies. You know, like Suicide. No, not that's DC. No, that's, Sorry, yeah. talking that's about DC. <laughs> I'm confused. I confuse Suicide Squad and Sinister Six because it's way too many S's and they're bad guys. And yeah, you, you know, you're absolutely right. I, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I think for it to really happen is that these two studios have to play nice and they have to just kind of put aside their differences. And I think 
in the in the the driver's seat is Marvel Disney. You know, they're, they're like, they're like, oh yeah, how's Spider Man doing over there? Uh, it, could, it could be anything. It could be, you know, Sony. We will put one of your trailers before Avengers Two if you'll let us have Spider Man. You know, something like that. So, it, it, what, there what are you, many different ways that yeah. compensation could be figured out. Now, I think the fans want Spider Man to maybe be a part of the Avengers because in the comics run, he was a part of the New Avengers when they mm-hmm. came back together, which it was a great run. I love it. I love Spider Man. It was like he just kind of inadvertently got involved. He saw something happen. And he jumps into action. Now, I'm wondering if this Marvel Sony team up is it a cameo, which would really suck in my opinion. If it was just like, oh, there's Andrew Garfield, he's Spider Man. I don't think it would be a significant role. No, you no. don't think it'll be significant. No. See, and I think that's that's what would still. I think it would please some fans, but I think it would ultimately kind of disappoint them because they want to see Spider Man get into action with. Marvel or yeah, say the I, Avengers. I think you get one or two scenes tops. Okay, that well, they're, yeah, they're, you're right. They're not, they're not just giving Spider-Man to Disney Marvel. No, no, no. Like a, it's yeah. a billion-dollar property, of course not. No. Yeah, no. but they would. So, do you think this soft reboot? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Right, every time right. I say it, I'm like soft reboot, as opposed to a, a as opposed to what? Yeah, <laughs> reboot's a reboot. A reboot's is a reimagining a is a remake is a everything. Yeah. So what <laughs> do you reboot mean? with an adverb? Yeah. What do you mean? Like Sinister Sticks is the villain. So uh, what? What are you going to recast Spider Man yet again? Yeah. Are you going to do the origin again? Are you going to what? I just don't definitely, get it. Definitely, they're definitely struggling over there. Yeah. Because we do seem to hear about a new plan every month or two. Yeah, and Spider Man obviously is one of the biggest characters ever. And so anytime like Sony, you know, mentions something with, uh, I mean, I'm seeing. All the hate from uh, on Sony, uh, the fans really are hating Sony and the and the and the treatment of Spider Man. So they they do have a, something to do. They Sam's. they they have something they need to fix. I, I think Sony is well aware of the problem over there. And so, yeah. like, listen, they're not doing it on purpose. They're not doing it to, to antagonize fans. They're no, just, no, they haven't cracked the formula yet. Yeah, that's very true. Hey, JT, how are we doing on time? JT left the booth, so we can keep talking. Sorry, what's going on? No, how are we doing on time? I'm just oh, wondering. Oh, we got about five minutes. We got about five minutes. Just five. Oh, I mean, do you right. want to? Should we? Should we just talk about Fury real quick or no? Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, it was it was intense. I saw it last night. He was at the screening. As okay, well. you guys. I know you were kind of talking a little bit. Tell us, and uh, you you know, let's talk about it because I'm interested in seeing it, but I want to hear from you guys. I thought it was fine. Oh. I, thought it, I thought it was kind of a generic World War II movie. Great performances, really good acting okay. across the board. Was very impressed by Logan Lerman. Um, mm-hmm. Shy and Brad Pitt are good. Yeah, everybody's good. Pena, Bernthal, but um, yeah, it, I just wanted a little bit more. It, the concept is great with the tanks. Like someone should make a tank movie during World War II. Like yes, and yeah. they did, and they did it justice. But there's not much else there, script-wise. Okay, script-wise. So you said great characters. Is it kind of slow, or is it kind of... It's not that it's slow, although there's, you know, one scene that's not set on the battlefield kind of goes on a little long. Okay. but Or a, a sequence. Mm-hmm. But, um, I agree. I don't know. What did you think? I'm kind of in agreement with you. I mean, I read the script when they made the blacklist. It was like the hot property. And so I thought, oh, yeah. it, was, it was pretty hot. So yeah. but sometimes that doesn't really translate. It's a very intense movie. It's a guy's movie. It's a tank movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Your dad will love it. Your dad would love it, yeah. Um, yeah, my dad would love it, I'm sure. It it kind of drags, like, I agree with Jeff, towards the middle, the unnecessary sequence and stuff that just went on a little too long, and then for manipulating the audience, I think. Ooh, uh, okay. Uh, then that one scene where Lerman looks, you know, after the explosion, and I'm not going to drop a spoiler here, per se, but I saw it coming, I was like, ah, oh, now they're trying to manipulate us and stuff. 
it, it was fascinating being inside the tank with those yeah, guys. Yeah, that was great. Um, you know, but it just didn't say anything new. It, it just... Yeah, it, it was, I liked it. I didn't love it, though. I wanted to love it, though. Yeah, See, it's, it's fine. It's a good movie. Yeah. You know but, what? And, and you guys are now probably the fourth and fifth person I've heard the same thing from, you know, because some of my colleagues saw it, uh, you know, that, that said the same thing. They're like, it's basically a... Yeah, it's... it's yeah. I mean, Brad Pitt is dope in the movie. He's always he's, he's, he's always great good, in right? everything he does. And uh, Shia too, Jesus, really, Michael Pena. Uh, yeah, which, it's nice to, to, that Shia gives people a reminder that he's still he's like dumb. a real actor. Yeah, absolutely. The perfor- it's a performance movie more than a tank movie, I would say. Okay, well, I I still got to see it. I mean, uh, you know, curiosity. I, I predict Logan Lerman is going to get the biggest bump from it. Yeah, um, yeah, he's going to have heat. He'll probably have enough heat for Marvel to pay attention to. Ooh, <laughs> is that a little hint? Maybe, maybe. Always remember, Marvel follows the heat, man. I love John Bernthal, man. Like, yeah. He, he's just, he's like De Niro crossed with like a Woody Harrell. He felt like, he reminded me of Woody Harrell. He was great. Yeah. Was he good in it? Yeah. yeah. I, I loved him in Wolf of Wall Street, so yeah. I was so happy to see him go because I loved him in Walking Dead. And then he goes to Wolf of he Wall Street. He seems like an actual tough guy. Yeah. So I'm he glad to hear that because yeah. I hope, I hope more from him so I don't know um, tough guy though I smacked the taste out of his mouth <laughs> <laughs> no we stopped coming for you now man you know and with that I think we gotta call it a day cause that's uh, all the time we have here on Meet the Movie Press right. El Miembe where can the good people of Schmobo find you you can find me on Twitter at, at El Mayimbe, and you can find me on latino-review.com. Okay. Don't forget that hyphen. Yeah. Don't forget the hyphen. Yes. And guys, of course, you can find me on Twitter at, at Riley Around, and you can find me every day on schmoesno.com. Jeff? I'm at the Insnider, readtherap.com. There you go. All kinds of goodies there. Yes. And guys, thank you for tuning in. Yep. All, as always, please subscribe. If, if you uh, have already subscribed, go check it out again. Just check to see if your subscription held. But like I said, we had some glitches. But uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Share this. Subscribe. Yes. And tell your friends about this great show because uh, we are rising the charts every day. You yes. just met the movie press. That's Meet right. Have press. a good weekend. See you next week. Peace out, Schmoville. From producers Christian Harloff, Mark Ellis, and the entire Schmoes No Network crew, we would like to thank you for listening to Meet the Movie Press. Special thanks to Kevin Undergaro and Maria Menounos, the author of Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness in stores now. To watch or listen to other Schmoes No Network episodes, get movie news, or join the conversation, be sure to visit schmoesno.com. I'm the Pit Boss, and this has been a presentation of Schmoes No.